It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. Well, it's time for Crossfire, brought to you by Rick Cook Oil Company. Rick Cook Oil Company, owner and operator of ASAP Energy and Lucille's in Weatherford. They also have Rick's Boots, and uh, they are sponsoring our show every Friday. So thank you, Rick Cook and the crew at uh, ASAP Energy Stores and uh, Lucille's Restaurants. Well, on the line with us this morning, we have our d- dynamic duo, the minority leader of the Oklahoma House of Representatives, uh, the Honorable Cindy Munson, and we also have the Honorable Anthony Moore, Chairman of the Higher Ed Committee in the Oklahoma House. Good morning, Mr. Chairman and Miss Mrs. Leader. Good morning. <laughs> it's a mouthful, but yeah, that's a lot. Good morning to both of you. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to be on the program. I wanted to start off, first of all, any opening comments that you have this morning. Let's start with uh, Anthony Moore. Sorry, say that again. I couldn't hear you. Well, there's some old. (laughs) Was that a flush? I'm sorry. I can't. No, no, no. I'm outside. (laughs) We're hearing all kinds of weird noises in the background. I'm trying to walk outside so I can hear you away from uh, the people inside here in the lobby. My bad. No, no problem. So, uh, the there's a story in the Daily Oklahoman this week about the fact that Oklahoma has moved, dropped, or we're 41st uh, in the country in terms of uh, business overall ranking. Uh, and the states around us are all a little lower. Texas is number six, Kansas uh, 23, Colorado 11. Uh, the only state that's, uh, you know, Louisiana and, and, uh, Looks like Arkansas are the only two states that have a higher ranking. Uh, so what are your thoughts about that? What can we do in Oklahoma? Uh, Representing Munson, uh, what, what can we do to attract more businesses to Oklahoma? We've been talking about this, and this this is not good news that we're dropping in terms of uh, this particular rating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this uh, article that was shared, or excuse me, that was in the Oklahoma, I think on Wednesday, um, it, had, it had some good news in there, but I think, you know, in areas that we have needed to improve for a long time have to do with uh, our public education system and also um, you know, just quality of life overall. And um, there was even a quote in there, I think, by uh, the state chamber saying something about um having a a strong labor force but not having enough people in the labor force and you know something that was a big topic this uh, session was access to affordable child care making sure that families have a place to uh, feel safe and trust that they can put their children somewhere as they go to work and that allows both parents to um, go work the jobs that that they want to work and jobs that need to be filled um, and education is important for businesses that want to come to Oklahoma and stay in Oklahoma uh, because that's important to all families. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. It doesn't matter where you live in the state. Having access to good public education is important. And I think, you know, something that we as Democrats try to elevate regularly um, is that the rhetoric that comes from some of our top leaders. And unfortunately, right now, coming from our uh, superintendent of public instruction, um, it, it people do um end up moving away or don't want to come to the state of Oklahoma when they hear things that are so exclusive when it comes to LGBTQ rights, women's rights, uh, things like that. And so um, we have to be mindful of all of that as we think about policies um, to to bring business to Oklahoma and to keep them here. Well, uh, representing more Oklahoma, 48th in education, 49th in life and health. Um, 
So your thoughts, what can we do? Because we've got the same problem in western Oklahoma. I mean, we're losing families uh, overall, you know, and well, not gaining yeah, I mean, population. Sure. No, obviously we – some of western Oklahoma has seen that problem. I mean, Weatherford leads the way. Weatherford's got the only increase, significant increase in population of the last decade in all of western Oklahoma, west of Highway 81. So, you know, we're working on it. Um, the other thing that we need to point out is, you know, I mean, the, the education piece, we can, I mean, we just put, you know, the highest increase ever. We've gotten more money in education in the last five years than 27 prior. Uh, so, I mean, why, I can talk education numbers all day long, you know, $129 million increase for higher ed. We're doing all that we can on the education side to drastically change that. Not not just the narrative, but change the outcomes for our kids and for our families, for our teachers. And so that's been, that's been a priority. That will continue to be a priority. As far as the business piece, which is kind of where the initial question was, uh, you know, I, I don't know whose ratings these were. I, don't, I haven't seen the article. I have no idea. But, I, you know, I just had a conversation last night. We've got four, you know, four new businesses coming to Oklahoma as a result of, uh, the over, you know, the aerospace um, show, the air show over in Paris. You know, I mean, so we've got people wanting to come to Oklahoma. They see it. They they live in California and they look around and what they're paying in taxes and and for property and all that. They come to Oklahoma and it doesn't seem real. And and it's being noticed and it will continue to be noticed and will will continue to quickly attract businesses, especially from the coast coming in. This, so, you know, I, I don't know whose numbers it was. You know, well, I, it was from CNBC's annual ranking of the best states to do business yeah. as the state's uh, scores in education and quality of life issues. I'm sure that there's no partisanship in their rankings at all either, and all the red states happen to be real low. Uh, but, you know, I uh, I understand, the, you know, the, the facts are what they are, but we're making a tremendous impact. We're going to continue to make changes and continue to get better. I have no doubt in that, and and we're doing all that we can. And the same thing in Western Oklahoma, we've got to continue to attract jobs because without those jobs, people will have to move away. And that's that's part of the reason that I moved back. That's the whole reason I ran for office was to, you know, I've got three kids. That's why I was walking outside because the kids are sleeping in bed. And if I wake them up talking to you guys on the radio, my wife will kill me. And so... You know, I want them to have the opportunity to have the best life that they can have and to pursue any career they can have in western Oklahoma without having to leave because I want them close to me, you know. So that's, that's a big deal. We're going to continue to improve in that area. Very good. Well, uh, this I, w- I wanted to mention, Representative Munson, that last week we had uh, Mike Turpin and, and Todd Lamb on uh, during the week, and, and, and Mike Turpin brought up the, uh, the addendum to the state party's uh, platform that was written by Jeff Barong here from Weatherford. And uh, did you get a chance uh, to look that over? Uh, and I just wonder how many people actually read those uh, platforms. Uh, I I did. That was probably a month and a half ago, though, yes. <laughs> well, the reason, you know, I brought it up is because last week is when uh, Mike Turpin brought up uh, the fact that, my, that Jeff had written this paper and I just want to, wanted to get your reaction because he uh, he said something in in the um, 
in the broadcast, he said talked about the fact that Jeff had supported uh, the idea of loan forgiveness, which is something you support mm-hmm. and, and President Biden supports. But Jeff wanted me to clear up that that was not in the paper. There was nothing in there about loan, oh, okay. loan forgiveness. But um, anyway, I, that's why I bring that up. Your thoughts about that approach? Because according to Jeff, he's saying he'd like to see the Democratic Party move a little bit away from the, the far left and become more, uh, I guess, amenable to some of the other uh, people in the state who've, who've moved from some of the more conservative Democrats. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Is that something that uh, we sh- that the Democratic Party should try to do? <clears throat> well, I think a lot of his goal too is is finding you know items that are um, more effective and what Democrats can rally around. You know, I would say in Oklahoma, especially elected Democrats, um, you know, if you wanted to compare the most conservative to the most liberal in the state house, there would certainly be. A gap, but at the end of the day, we are Democrats in Oklahoma, and what we stand up for, you know, I wouldn't say is exactly extreme. Um, what we try to elevate over and over again is some type of normalcy, so that way we can have a higher level of dialogue, so we can have a functioning government. We want to make sure our schools are funded, that people have access to health care, that we're not constantly. Um, you know, going after people who don't think like you, believe like you, you know, to, to say that the state of Oklahoma is, a, is an inclusive place for all people. And Oklahomans have various backgrounds and different lived experiences. And we shouldn't spend our time at the state house debating over who they're married to, who they worship or who they don't. Um, at the end of the day, we want to make sure uh, our economy is doing well. Um, that the government, uh, you know, the state of Oklahoma is serving its people. Uh, we always go back to this example that it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican or where you live, you can't get a dang driver's license. Um, you see our top leaders arguing over things like tribal issues when we should be past all this. Um, and I and I, I know that that's where Jeff's um, heart is and where the spirit of what he had, uh, the work that he and the committee had produced. And, um, and I think that has more to do with the effectiveness of, uh, the party and getting people uh, more involved across the state. Uh, but I, I can tell you, and you can watch us all day long at the state house, the things that we debate in favor of and against are, you know, we basically want to get back to the things that matter to the people and not extreme rhetoric and ideology. Representative Moore, do you think that's the case? The Republicans are strictly in that zone? No, no, I don't think that at all. And I mean, uh, I'm, yeah, I, I Cindy and I are in the same place right now. I think you said it off the air. We're together. I wish we were here together. I'd, I'd give her a hard time, kick her in the shin or something. <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, it, it's frustrating because that's that's the easy talking points. You know, I can make the same far left, you know, arguments, but that's the mi- that's the minority of minority party even. And so, you know, we, we we've got to focus on what does the best for Oklahoma. I'm actually really proud of Jeff for for stepping up and. And writing that because, you know, and as a Republican, I have no say in what happens in the Democratic Party. But I think that we we all need to realize that if we don't go, go to the extremes on everything, that we'll be better in the long run. And so I think that his approach not only is wise for the Democratic Party, I think it's wise for all of us that we need to uh, try to try to consider the fact that we don't have to race each other to the extremes on both uh, both ends on every single topic. You know, there are things that that. Martin Luther King said, you know, it's not a matter of 
you know, an ex- whether you're going to be an extremist, what kind of extremist you're going to be. You know, we're going to be extremists on our thing. You know, I mean, we all get really passionate and we have our extremisms on, on different topics, but it doesn't have to be that way on every single topic. Um, you know, I mean, driver's licenses, like Cindy pointed out, is a great point. You know, I mean, we can all agree that it shouldn't be as hard as it is to get a vacuum driver's license for a 15 and a half, 16 year old, you know, when they're getting a permit or license. And that's a constant issue. And so something that's one of those no brainer. Uh, bipartisan, you know, nonpartisan issues. And so uh, I think that that's something that we need to do better at. And, and I think that it's easy to, you know, just lump in everybody with with the, with the crazy talking points on, on the far extremes, you know, or when somebody does something, you say, oh, well, that's just the way Republicans do it. That's just the way Democrats do it. But I don't think that benefits anybody. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about uh, interim studies and what you have going on there at this particular point if you know what studies you're going to be doing. So stand by. We'll be back with more right after these messages. Lucille's Roadhouse is on the hunt to add to their team at both Weatherford and Clinton locations. Lucille's and Clinton is looking for a reliable individual to add to their management team. And Lucille's of Weatherford is looking for front and back of the house employees. Great benefits and competitive wages. Your promising career begins today and it begins at Lucille's Roadhouse. Apply online at ASAPEnergyInc.com. That's ASAPEnergyInc.com. Or pick up an application at either Lucille's locations, 2020 Lexington in Clinton, or Airport Road in Weatherford. Pepsi Zero Sugar has taken its flavor to the next level. A Zero Sugar Cola has never tasted this good. But we don't expect you to take our word for it, so we're putting it to the test. Starting with me. Cue the fireworks. We have an official best Zero Sugar ever. It's delicious, it's refreshing, and it's so good you'll need to try it for yourself. Pepsi Zero Sugar. Zero never tasted so good. That's what I like. Pepsi is delivered locally by the Nicholson family at Pepsi of Clinton. Hey, Eston, is your wife hot? I think my wife's hot. Greg, Greg, is your wife hot? You got that right. Hey, Todd. What about your wife? Yeah. Is she hot? Yep. I was really hot. So your air conditioner's on the fritz, too? Well, now I'm cool. Cool as a cucumber, thanks to experts at Four Seasons Heating and Air. That's Western Oklahoma's only factory-authorized carrier dealer. Oklahoma license number 92419. Brian Baca is an investment advisor representative of and advisory services offered through Royal Fund Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Financial planning means different things to different people. Sorting out all of the options and choices can be extremely overwhelming. This is Brian Baca with Advanced Financial Strategies in Clinton. How much monthly income will you need to sustain your lifestyle for as long as you live? What will retirement look like for you? Will you run out of money before you run out of life? Will your income in retirement be fully taxed or fully tax-free? Do you even know that you have a choice? Are you maximizing your 401k or retirement contributions? Most people don't even know their options or whether they're maximizing them or not. We've all heard the old saying when it comes to vehicles and maintenance, pay me now or pay me later. That same saying even applies to financial planning. There are so many puzzle pieces to financial planning. We've been helping people with these puzzle pieces for the past 29 years. Let us show you what financial planning looks like from an independent point of view. Give us a call for a complimentary appointment, 323-6800, or visit our website, retirewithbacca.com. 25 minutes after 7 o'clock, you're listening to Crossfire, brought to you by ASAP General Stores, Rick Cook Oil Company, and Lucille's, all a part of the ASAP uh, company. 
So ASAP Energy. There you go. So with us this morning, as usual on Friday, Sandy Munson, Anthony Moore. So where are we? Uh, we've got a special session still going on. And then what about interim studies? Uh, Representative Moore. Well, yeah, this special session still going on. I've heard rumors that the Senate is considering going in on the 24th to override the governor's vetoes on the tribal compacts. If that happens, I think the House goes in on like the 27th probably or you know somewhere towards the end of the month to confirm the one that, um, that has to start on the Senate side. Uh, and then the special session will be done in, in end of July, and we can actually be out of session for you know half a year or so till we come back in uh, although there's rumor of possible other special sessions uh, who knows seems like we never stop i think the specials become less special when you have more specials than regulars but uh, interim studies my my two interim study requests are focusing on higher ed probably no surprise to anybody uh, given given kind of my committee work and where I'm uh, responsible for looking at, I think we talked about it uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago, looking at Oklahoma's promise and concurrent enrollment um, to really focus on what we can do to best utilize the, the volume, you know, the amount of money that we get there and make sure that we're doing all that we can to um, really stretch that as far as possible, make the biggest impact throughout the state and, and, looking at the ways that we can improve on areas that honestly we're doing pretty well. I mean, our concurrent enrollment uh, program is one of the best in the nation. So just want to continue to make it better. Representative uh, Munson, your thoughts on special session and interim studies? Well, uh, like Anthony said, they aren't, they aren't as special or extraordinary anymore. <laughs> you know, I, I think when I was in the legislature, we didn't have a special session until I was halfway through my time in the, in the House. It's, it's crazy. And I think at that time, did we have three? Well, we had one. One, one year, the first one yeah, I, but, yeah, The first one I was involved with was work, workers' comp special session, yeah, and, oh. and that, was, uh, that was my first one, which was like my third, third uh, term. Cindy, yeah, how many specials have you been in and 20. how many regulars? I know. I really need to actually count. Um, <laughs> eight regulars, but I really need regulars. to count how many oh. specials. Yeah. Because they're in 2017 and 18, we did have quite a few. Um, we I know we had two for sure, but I want to say we had three. I think we had three um, altogether, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, hopefully, I mean, we, I mean, we do have to sign die by July 31st, and so there is some hope there. Um but to hear there's possible other special sessions, it's like, oh, Lord, help me. Um, but uh, in terms of interim studies, uh, like I, I mentioned a couple weeks ago and what we I mean, we're talking about earlier in terms of education and um, and trying to improve um, higher ed and you know access to employment, things like that in rural Oklahoma. Myself and Speaker Pro Tem Hilbert have filed a uh that hopefully will go through the chairman's uh, committee, uh, a study to look at our Russo schools and how we can get, uh, how we can do better around uh, financing capital projects, especially around critical workforce um, type jobs like healthcare uh, and things like that. Our, our Russo schools. I'm excited about uh, that one for sure. Yeah, em- employ a high percentage of Oklahomans. Most of them go back to their hometown. Uh, they're in education, they're in healthcare. 
uh, there in the jobs that meet the needs of those regions of the state. And so we're looking at Russo and then rural schools, two-year and four-year colleges. And um, and I am a graduate of a of Russo school at UCO, and so um, yeah. it's, it's really uh, important to me. And so I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully it gets a, a approved. <laughs> and, um, and, and again, this is an example, uh, bipartisan effort, and it really came from the ARPA work that we had been doing over the last few years. Um, just seeing the needs of our higher education institutions um, in rural Oklahoma and our regional schools. Thank you all for being on. We're out of time. Uh, thank Are you. We? Our show brought to you by uh, Rick Cook uh, Energy and ASAP Energy and Lucille's. So thank you both for being on the program today. Have a great day. Have a good weekend. All right. Have a good weekend. Wonderful. Thank Thanks you for being on. Thank you for being on the show, by the way. It, it, I know it takes special effort. And I appreciate it very much, and so does Mustafa. I love it. It's yeah, great article in the newspaper, Anthony. Oh, I hadn't read it yet. I'll have to check it out. All right. Talk to you all later. Have a great day. Thanks. Have a good weekend. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.